As we approach Romans chapter 5 and verse 12 in our morning assembly today, it is a sober and a severe verse of the Bible. If you read it with sober contemplation, you have to cry out, Ah, Lord God, what hast thou done? Or, Oh, Adam, what hast thou wrought? Because the consequences of Romans 5.12 are horrific. And the sovereignty of Almighty God that is implied and assumed in Romans 5.12 is very great. Therefore, I would like to read these verses to you. As you hear Romans 5.12 today, and it will be, in a measure, a negative sermon because the verse is negative in order to show you the separation between God and men that was reconciled by Jesus Christ being our atonement without fully appreciating our state of guilt and condemnation in Adam, we don't fully appreciate our representation by the Lord Jesus Christ, the second Adam. The conclusion of the chapter is that the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. And that as sin and death have reigned, so might grace and life reign through Jesus Christ in our lives. And the sixth chapter immediately goes into the first aspects of the practical application of the book of Romans when it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin, not dead as Adam made us, but dead to sin, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And so I hope that you'll remember those things throughout this first assembly. But we want to take Romans 5.12 and rightly divide that verse and understand its words and its phrases as God has given them to us. Some say that Romans 5.12 and the verses that follow it are the most difficult passage of the New Testament. It's because they are petrified and want to avoid the consequences of that passage. We shall rightly divide it by God's grace. But let me read these verses to you in case any questions pop up in your minds about Romans 5.12. Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? And that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared unto glory. Even us, whom he hath called, 
not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. Amen Amen and amen. amen. As scornful, skeptical, questioning, insubordinate thoughts rise in our hearts, the answer is, Nay but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Our response should be, Ah, Lord God, how great thou art. His sovereign disposal of the affairs of this race before he created them is beyond comprehension. We have never seen any authority like it. But he has set up the Lord Jesus Christ as a second Adam for us. And I hope that today we will lay hold of him by faith. Let us pray. Holy Father and blessed God, we humble ourselves before thee, for thou art the potter and we are the clay. We agree with these inspired words from the pen of our brother Paul that we have no right to question Thee, nor to resist Thee, nor to blame Thee. For Thou hast created all things good and very good, and we corrupted Thy way upon the earth. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us this day to understand the truth that is revealed in Romans 5.12, but to see beyond that twelfth verse to the verses that follow, in 15 through 19 that tell us of the second Adam who undid the terrible work of the first Adam. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that You have made atonement for us through the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that atonement, we should be rejoicing according to the 11th verse. O Lord, show us these things and tie them together for the benefit of our hearts and minds. Our Father in Heaven, forgive us for neglecting Thee, Thy worship, Thy word, Thy kingdom, Thy people, Thy service. Forgive us for forsaking Thy precepts and statutes and commandments. Worse than Adam and running in the way our own feet would take us and the lusts of our own flesh would drive us. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us and forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us not denigrate Adam in our hearts when we have sinned against even greater privileges of knowing the Lord Jesus Christ and your gifts by grace. He may have destroyed a world of innocence. We have destroyed a gospel of righteousness by our foolishness. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us. We pray that you will send your Holy Spirit to convict and convert, to direct us and save us, to deliver us from this present evil world, and to take our minds and set them on heavenly things with great affection, that you would take them from this world. Oh, Father, we pray that your mercy would be upon all your saints and churches in every place. This morning, Heavenly Father, we remember those scattered sheep that have no church, that have no shepherd except the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the great shepherd of our souls. But we pray for them that you will comfort them by your Spirit, that you will lead them into your Word by their means, that you will bless them and keep them, that you will put a hedge about them and protect them from the wolves that would prey upon them. And Heavenly Father, save them by thy mighty Word and mighty power. 
We thank Thee for saving us through the Lord Jesus Christ. We see death reigning around us. We hear of it. We see it. It has touched our own body in the last few weeks and months. And Heavenly Father, we pray that You will show us the full power and glory of the Lord Jesus Christ who came to destroy death for us. And He lives forever. And because He lives, we shall live forever with Him. He is the firstfruits of them that slept. Father, we thank Thee and bless Thee. We pray that You would show us the truth of Romans 5.12, that You would keep us from every form of error that has come out of a misinterpretation and a misapplication of that verse. Let us hold nothing sacred but Your inspired Word that You show to us plainly by Your Spirit. Our Father in Heaven, we thank Thee for every good thing that we have. We are blessed abundantly in spiritual things and natural things. And we praise Thee. Thank You, Heavenly Father, for our daily bread. Thank You for our employment. Thank You for our nation. Thank You for our God-fearing spouses. Thank You for our children. Thank You for this church. Thank You for this Word. Thank You for the opportunity to be in Your house. Thank You for the changed hearts. Thank You, O Lord, for the opportunity in this hour to worship Thee. We bless Thee and praise Thee. Heavenly Father, be with us now. Look upon us with that eye that sees us through the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, unto whom was imputed our sins, and unto us was imputed His righteousness. We come in His glorious name, and we humble our hearts and our minds, and we leave our lives behind to enter into Your worship in this hour. Thank You for saving us. We do not deserve it. It is demerited favor. Amen. We and our first Father, and we every day of our lives, have chosen against Thee in some way or fashion. And we pray for Your forgiveness. We thank You for it. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen.